This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You're listening to a podcast from The Pool. Hi, I'm Viv Groskop, your pool agony aunt, and this is Waving Not Drowning, where I'll discuss how to combat your problems and solve your emotional issues. Our questions this week. How to support a friend who has been dumped. Whether to have a baby when one of you earns a lot less than the other. How to get rid of an annoying friend and how to avoid loneliness as a freelancer. Our first question. Dear Viv, my friend was recently dumped by her boyfriend of 10 years. She's completely devastated as it was totally out of the blue and she thought they were planning a future together. What can I do to make her feel better? Oh, lovely, compassionate friend, how kind you are. What can you do to make her feel better? Well, I'm sure you already know. Listen, listen, and then listen some more because she's going to want to talk, I expect. And if she does want to talk, then believe me, you will know about it because she probably won't bloody well shut up. If, on the other hand, it seems as if she wants distraction rather than talking, then take her shopping, take her to the cinema, take her to the theatre, take her somewhere where you can't talk and where you can be in companionable silence. Is it the season for ice skating yet? Take her ice skating. Don't take her ice skating if her ex was a professional ice skater. In short, be there for her and do whatever. Remember, though, there may be almost nothing that you can do to make her feel better. She may not want to feel better for a long time, and it may even feel like a betrayal to her that you want her to feel better. When anyone comes out of a long relationship, they need to acknowledge how much they've been hurt before they can move on. Before you can feel better, you have to feel bloody miserable for quite a long time. I can just about remember how this feels because the person I met before I met my husband told me when he broke up with me, you have been living a lie which was extremely unhelpful because not only was he telling me that the relationship was over, but that the entire relationship had been a sham. Of course, he was a total moron, but it took me quite a while to realise this and feel better. Uh, Which brings me to the most important bit. When you are spending time with your friend and being there for her and listening a lot, maybe by earplugs actually, at no time must you ever, 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 ever express an opinion about the relationship or the boyfriend, whether good or bad. Just say, 
Hmm, I know what you mean a lot. If she asks your opinion, did you think we would last? What did you think of him? Did he ever seem distant to you? Then dodge the question. I don't know. What do you think? Whatever conclusion she's going to come to, she must come to them herself. And crucially, and don't tell your friend this, they may yet get back together. These things happen. And you do not want to be the person who said, I always thought he was a tit. Do not be that person. Be the listener and the nodder. Nod a lot. It's very boring, but it is for the best in the long run. Our next question. Dear Viv, my boyfriend earns less than me. He's an artist. I work in the media. I don't earn that much, but probably around twice as much as he does. We're pretty broke, but we get along renting a one-bedroom flat in London. We don't drive, etc. It's fine for now. But I'm beginning to think about babies. We're both 33. And I'm really not sure what we're going to do. It's something that I definitely want, but I just don't know how I can responsibly do it. He is up for a baby, but less than me. It's something that he would do for me, if you know what I mean. But he doesn't want to give up his career, which is time-consuming but fairly unprofitable. I can't really give up my career, as it's the only way a salary comes into the household, so I have no idea how this would work. I can't imagine life without my boyfriend, but I think choosing to not have a baby so that he doesn't have to get a proper job which is unfair because he is quite successful in his job. He just doesn't make much money. I think this would make me too resentful and unhappy. So should I just have a baby and muddle through? We'll figure it out, won't we? Or is that a dreadful idea? Neither of our families live in London and we would have no support or money. Ah, no support or money. Pretty broke. He's an artist. Many exclamation marks. This is a heartfelt cri de coeur and one lots of people will identify with, I'm sure. How on earth have you managed to saddle yourself with this artist? Goodness knows London is stuffed with investment bankers. Couldn't you go out with one of those? What were you thinking? I'm only partially joking here because what would be, I wonder, the actual solution to your problem? Fall in love with someone who has more money and is more certain about having a baby? That is not real life. And your question is the stuff of real life. Uncertainty, compromise, risk, not having enough money to do what you want, but sometimes saying what the hell and doing it anyway, or realizing that it's not a good idea to have a baby with someone who isn't sure that he wants one and wants to put all the financial responsibility onto you. It's too hard for me to figure out what the exact situation is here. And in any case, there is only one person who can answer your dilemma, and that person is you, along with your boyfriend, obviously. How much do you love each other? What tests has your relationship already faced? Do you have similar values? Do you have similar views on raising children? You need to do a lot of talking with genuine curiosity and no pressure to know all of this. I suspect, though, that you're already ramping up the pressure on yourself as if you need to know the answer to this question right now. And if it's a no, leave your boyfriend and quickly find someone else. Like I say, though, real life is not like this. Real life is messy and often things do not turn out how we want. Also, real life is unpredictable and things can change very quickly. What if he did suddenly become successful in his work? What if you suddenly lost your job? What if things suddenly got much easier for you both? Or what if they suddenly got much harder? 
you need to think about how you would feel in these situations. Do you have any friends who have faced similar dilemmas? Can you talk to parents at your work? Find out how other people manage these questions because believe me, they're managing them all the time and there are solutions to all your fears. There is one sentence in your letter that really worries me though. It's something that he would do for me. Having a baby is not something that someone permits someone else to do. It's a decision you should come to together. It may not be that this is impossible with your boyfriend. It may just be that he's not ready. Or he may not realise quite how much it means to you. Either way, it's definitely time for a lot of talking. Our next question. Dear Viv, I know I'm going to sound like a hard bitch, but I've been befriended by a perfectly harmless, nice young mum in the school playground. But we have nothing in common. She's a young single mum, and I've happily given her loads of my youngest's old clothes. But to be frank, the coffees and playdates she wants to instigate are painful. Our kids don't really get on, and she and I have seriously little in common. It ends up being hard work on my part to keep conversation flowing, and I'm doing it because I feel I ought to, but I just don't have the time or headspace for it. I have to see her in the playground five times a week, and I'm running out of excuses not to meet up. She's not getting the hint. How do I edge out of this one without hurting her feelings? Hmm. I don't think you can edge out of this without hurting her feelings. This is a really tricky one. And I'm struggling not to say that you're not coming out of this very well. Um, (laughs) I know how you feel, though. We've all been in this situation of somebody wanting to make friends with us more than we want to make friends with them. But I am taken with the fact that this woman is a single mother and I wonder how lonely she is and how desperate for a friend she is. I really think she deserves a friend who does find it easy to get on with her. And you're saying that you're not that person. But I wonder if you can overcome a bit of your reticence here and just try and put up with it for a bit and try and find some way to connect with her because she may need this a lot more than you think. On the other hand though I would equally recommend you know cruel to be kind don't string her along if you really can't be a friend to her Um, you'll just have to make up some excuse and say that you've got more work commitments now and you can't see her but please do try to be friends with her because she may really really need a friend. Our next question. Dear Viv, I've recently left a full-time job to go freelance. While to some extent this is wonderful, control of my own work, lions, no commute, I've started to find it a bit lonely being at home all day. Do you have any tips? Oh God, don't ask me. I have been freelance for 15 years and sometimes I feel so lonely I want to eat my own hand off. Freelancing is very lonely. It's a great secret no one tells you. It's lonely not only in terms of being solitary and no one else being there, except, of course, for my imaginary friend who I talk to while sitting at my computer, only joking, or am I? But it's lonely in terms of there being no one else working in the company. You are the IT department, the accountant, the boss, the secretary, and the office cleaner. Plus, it's not always easy to find other freelancers in the same boat as you so that you can have a moan to them because there are so many different kinds of freelancing and they don't always have that much in common. Uh, I, for example, am extremely jealous of freelance photographers as they always seem to have such a lovely time. Uh, The clue to your dilemma, though, is in the question. 
how not to be lonely, seek out other people. Being at home is lonely and more so for some people, I would say, than others, which is why there are some people who would just be terrible freelancers because they would eat not only their hand off, but the rest of their body too. Uh, So don't stay at home the whole time. Find a place to work. Find an office space to share with other freelancers. Make sure you have at least a couple of days a week where you have meetings. Schedule phone calls throughout the day. The trick is to manage to get enough work done which often requires you to be alone as a freelancer, whilst also finding time to physically see other people. It is a tricky balance and very personal, so don't be afraid to experiment, even if it means cutting down on some of your lions. Uh, Those are a slippery slope, by the way, as is watching daytime television. Avoid. I know freelancers who have gone to extreme lengths. Some have a radio on in every room uh, and they have Radio 4 on all day so that they don't feel lonely. Others have bought a dog or a cat. I have my imaginary friend, so I'm just about okay. Either way, try different things and work out what's best for you. Please report back if you find something really good. I don't really have an imaginary friend, by the way, although now that I've mentioned it so much, I think I might get one. I'm going to call him Roger. He is lavishly bearded and very friendly. That's all for today. If you have a problem you'd like to submit, please send your email to dearviv at thepoolltd.com or tweet us at thepooluk. Thanks for listening. Join us again soon and sign in to thepool.com where you can get more content specifically made by us for women like you. We hope we see you there. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.